Bro. Welcome back to our WrestleMania Night 1 recap podcast. So hope you stay tuned and enjoy our coverage of Night 1 of WrestleMania. So the start, normally we have kickoff show matches, an Andre the Giant Battle Royal, stuff like that. Well, last night on SmackDown is where the Andre the Giant Battle Royal happened with Jey Uso coming out victorious. And we had the SmackDown Tag Belts match last night on SmackDown with Ziggler and Rude retaining their belts. So it was different this year not having any kickoff show matches, which I anticipated we were going to. I even called it on the preview podcast. But the way they kicked off WrestleMania this year was Vince and Stephanie and Triple H and Shane and all the, all the entire roster on the stage to thank the fans for being there and supporting them throughout the pandemic. What a huge way for the front office and Vince. As much crap as I give him, this was a great way to honor the fans. And then we get into... A weather delay. First match on the card was Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. And hearing both of these entrances with a live crowd was phenomenal. The crowd popped. It was, it was, it gave me goosebumps. It was great. This match was, it was kind of back and forth. It was a whole lot better than McIntyre-Lesnar last year, which is, you know, not surprising. But I will say this, Drew got his shots, made himself look really, really strong. And it was nice for Drew to get his spot in front of a live crowd. He did not get it last year. And Lashley looked really, really strong. Uh, but the the ending ruined it for me with the fishy MVP distraction. He yelled out Bobby, which caused Drew to, change, to turn his head, which allowed him to, Lashley, to move out of the way of the Claymore that, you know, both men were stopped in their tracks for. Lashley locks in the Hurt Lock. Drew doesn't tap, but instead passes out, so Lashley retains. Kind of a fishy ending, and I'm not sure where both men go from here. Next match on WrestleMania 37 card was the women's tag team turmoil match, which there was a surprise entrant at number two. Start off with Lana and Naomi in at one, followed by the announced team of uh, Carmella and Billy Kay. That was a little bit of a surprise. And then followed by the Riot Squad, Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose, and Natty and Tamina Snuka. Uh, Lana and Naomi were eliminated first, followed by Carmella and Billy Kay. And then Carmella randomly attacks Liv Morgan after the match, even though Billy Kay cost them the win. Don't understand that one. Uh, next eliminated was Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose after they were rolled up by Liv Morgan. And, of course, the announcer mistakenly announced the Riot Squad was eliminated. What a shock. There was a mistake. And the final entrant was Natty and Tamina, who eliminated the Riot Squad. And they go on to fight Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler tomorrow. But there was a cool moment at the end. Natty, they did the heart attack. Natty went to go lock in the figure four. Sorry. Yeah. And stopped. Gave Tamina her WrestleMania moment. She hit the snooker splash off the top rope. One, two, three. The winners of the tag team turmoil match were Natty and Tamina Snuka. I think tomorrow we get Natty's WrestleMania moment. Tonight was Tamina's. Tomorrow's Natty's. They both, after their legendary careers, deserve WrestleMania moments. Congratulations to Natty and Tamina. 
And yes, I realized I called the sharpshooter the figure four leg lock. My mistake. Natty went for the sharpshooter. Next match on the card, Seth Rollins versus Cesaro in Cesaro's first ever singles WrestleMania match. This thing was fast-paced from the get-go. I mean, as soon as the bell rang, Cesaro hit an uppercut. And we got a beautiful corkscrew splash from Seth Rollins. And if it wasn't for slowed replay, we'd have never been able to see how he did it. Cesaro's arm got hurt very early on. So prevented. he got nine swings in to get to start closer to the start of the match. We go further on. We had some sweet reversals of the neutralizer. He got hit by a pedigree. We saw a curb stomp reversal into an uppercut, which to me is the second best one from the curb stomp RKO. We got the UFO swing, essentially an airplane swing with no hands. Cesaro then locks in 23 swings. Cesaro record, 23 swings on Rollins. Hits the neutralizer for the one, two, three. And we get raw emotion from Cesaro. This man deserves a WrestleMania moment. He deserves a WrestleMania main event. This match was great. Best match so far. Congratulations to Cesaro. Alright, so the next two matches on the card, we're going to cover them in the same segment, were the Raw Tag Team titles, which was the New Day versus uh, AJ Styles and Omos. Big E comes out in the, and does the intro for the New Day. And I absolutely loved it. The crowd was electric. Now, this is the in-ring debut for Omos, who at last year's WrestleMania appeared as a ninja during that segment with the Street Profits and Viking Raiders. Yeah, and there was a bunch of ninjas. Who knows? But the New Day did a good job of, you know, cutting the ring in half, keeping Omos on the outside, AJ on the inside. Omos finally got tagged in. It was over. New Day never hit another move. They tried, including when Xavier Woods went to kick him, and Omos said, you kick like a little bitch. Love Omos trash-talking. But Omos single-handedly destroyed the New Day. Got a cool segment when AJ Styles did the phenomenal forearm off of Omos's shoulders. A couple backbreakers from Omos. He slams. He puts it, uses his foot to pin the New Day. One, two, three. We have new... Raw Tag Team Title Champions, which makes AJ Styles a Grand Slam Champion. And I will say, this debut for Omos was massive. Loved the debut. A lot, it reminded me a lot of The Undertaker's debut at Survivor Series. Straight demolish every opponent. Next up, we had the stupid steel cage match for Shane and Braun. Jerry the King Lawler joined the call. The crowd went mild for Shane McMahon. That should show his daddy something. And shock of all shocks, Elias and Jackson Riker attacked Braun before he could get inside the steel cage. Hit him in the knee with a steel chair, did all this stuff. Elias gives Shane the chair. Braun gets inside the cage. Shane uses the chair on Braun several times. Weakens his left knee, right knee, right knee. Shane should never be able to go fist to fist with any superstar. Including Braun Strowman. There was a couple of cool segments. Shane tried to escape. That didn't work so well. He even ripped off a piece of the sheet metal on top of the steel cage and hit Braun Strowman with it. Yeah, that's how far it went. Shane did go coast to coast, you know, prototypical or as Michael Cole would say, vintage Shane McMahon. We got a cool segment. Shane was climbing, trying to climb up the 
cage. Elias and Riker tried to climb the outside of it. Shane got to the top. Braun Strowman launches himself against the side of the cage, knocks all three men down. Shane then hits Braun with a toolbox as they try to climb back up the top. Braun gets knocked out. Shane goes to climb up the outside. Decides to stick his hand through one of the footholds and wave by at Braun. Braun catches his hand, holds it there. Braun rips the side of the cage off, drags Shane back in. They get to the top. Braun throws Shane off the top of the steel cage, hits him with a running power slam. One, two, three. Braun Strowman wins. And I hope this is the end of our Shane McMahon matches at WrestleMania. Please, they're stupid now. But Braun Strowman did pin Shane. One, two, three. Next match, we get Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus Miz and Morrison. And I don't know what Miz and Morrison's entrance was. They had like two dozen bunnies hop out and then they wrapped hip or hey, hey, hop, hop or whatever the crap is. But Priest comes out and does his normal entrance. And then we get Bad Bunny entering on a semi truck. Very impressive. And I enjoyed just my opinion. The crowd was more, was louder for Bad Bunny than they were for Shane McMahon. But just one question. Why does Bad Bunny have on Viscera's jacket for his intro? Not quite figured that out yet. But Bad Bunny looked like a million bucks to start the match. Major props to Miz and Morrison for that. And then they kind of neutralized Bad Bunny out of the match. You know, they cut the ring in half, kept Damian Priest on the outside. Bad Bunny finally hits, you know, a DDT off the top rope, tags in Damian Priest, who you can tell his fighting style, he just lights into Miz and Morrison. It was great. Do we get sweet in-sync suplexes, which I thought was going to be the finish. They both covered him. I thought we were going to get a 1-2-3 for the pin, but we did not. Damian Priest then flips outside of the ring on the Miz or on the Morrison and Miz and Morrison. Bad Bunny jumps off the top rope, hits him. Miz gets back in the ring and hits Damian Priest with a skull crushing finale. Bad Bunny breaks it up. And then we get Bad Bunny on the outside again. He hits a sweet Canadian destroyer on John Morrison. Major props to John Morrison for helping him with that because yes. But Bad Bunny and Damian Priest hit a cross body off the top rope. I said it kind of looked like the Doomsday device. I was more impressed with this match than I thought I was going to be to start with. Bad Bunny had a very impressive showing. But Bad Bunny and Damian Priest beat Miz and Morrison at WrestleMania. Congratulations. All right, and now we have our main event of the evening, the SmackDown Women's Championship. Bianca Belair, the challenger, versus Sasha Banks, the champion. And I'll tell you this, the crowd was electric. We witnessed history in the making. First time there have been two black women main event, WrestleMania. What a phenomenal history-making moment we witnessed. Bianca was crying to start the match. This was raw emotion. And I will say this, and it was said multiple times by Cole and Graves. Neither, I mean, both women had an answer for each other's moves. One of the coolest moments of the match. Uh, Banks went for a suicide dive. Bianca caught her. Gorilla pressed her above her head. Carried her off from the floor, up the ring steps. Threw her over the top rope. Pure brute strength. Loved it. Sasha controlled the pace during most of the match. Blair was able to show her strength. But the beginning never really capitalized on it. Banks always had a out for it. 
I will say this. I love the vertical suplex Bianca Belair locked in. It was easily 20 to 30 seconds worth of holding. I mean, this was level like Lashley version. Loved it. We got a running shooting star press by Bianca Belair. I it, I haven't seen men do this move. What a what a spot. Then she went for a 450 splash, but Sasha had her knees up. Perfect answer. Like I said, through the whole match, neither I mean they both had answers for everything. Sasha then went for a top rope stomp, missed, decided to try a running kick because Bianca was in the tree of woe. Kind of jammed her ankle against the bottom turnbuckle. Bianca Belair hit the 450 splash off of that. Bank ticked out at about 2.99. Very close. And then we just had some more just solid lockups. And poor Sasha Banks got bull whipped with Belair's braid. Oh my gosh. And it begged me to ask the question, what's louder? A Walter Chop or a Belair hair whip? I mean, the welt that it left on Sasha's ribs. Holy moly. But Bianca did hit the KOD for the win. What a phenomenal match. This was a huge WrestleMania moment, and it will not be the last one for Bianca Belair, who is the new SmackDown Women's Champion. Congratulations, Bianca. Way to rep Knoxville, Tennessee. Huge moment. All right, so we have officially wrapped up night one of WrestleMania, and I will say this. It far exceeded my expectations the crowd having actual fans back in the building was incredible. And I'm hoping we'll continue that with raw and SmackDown NXT stuff like that. But having fans makes a world of different difference and what a great card for tonight. Now, if I was going to say what was the worst match on the card, I would probably say the women's tag team turmoil. It's going to be that or the Braun-Shane match. You know what? I'll go Braun-Shane easily. But the women's stage match, it's like 1A and 1B. But everything else, oh my gosh, was so good. Now, the questionable ending in Lashley-McIntyre made it a little further down the list for me. Cesaro Rollins stole the show. Uh, Banks and Belair put on a clinic. Bad Bunny and Priest against Miz and Morrison. Bad Bunny... Oh, man, his expectations, I had very low expectations, but he rivaled Pat McAfee's status, rivaled it. And the other other card, I mean, Omos, what a debut, huge debut, massive debut tonight. And just going through, looking at all these things, I mean, we had seven pretty good matches tonight. We did debuts, great run-ins, clinics put on. What a better way. This is what the showcase of the Immortals should be. And the raw emotion shown by the superstars, Drew McIntyre, Lashley, AJ running around with the belts, Omos, Bianca Belair crying at the start of her match because this was history. She was realizing her childhood dream. This was night one of WrestleMania. Night two, you better pick it up because the bar has been set high. And let's see if you can exceed it. And remember, when the bell tolls, the match is over.